0: welcome everybody uh, this is the fourth episode of role forming with Ron I like to welcome you all here uh, and also welcome my guest Tom Laird today he's uh, he's been with new tech for a while now and uh, we kind of want to get his history with the company and where he came from and um, then we'll just we'll just talk about whatever comes up here so Tom uh, welcome and uh, so let's start out with uh, when you started with new tech and how you came up through the ranks and where you are today.
1: A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> uh, 18 years ago. It'll be 18 years in October that uh-huh. uh, I started with New Tech. And uh, a gentleman who was a salesperson here who has since retired, Patrick Wright. Um, I was friends with Patrick from a previous employer. Mm-hmm. He had reached out to me and said that New Tech was looking for a salesperson and that he really thought I had great sales acumen and would be a good fit for the company. I uh, came in and met yourself and, and uh, the late Gary Battistella, who's kind of a legend in our industry. And yep. I, I met Gary and Roger, Roger Gear, who was the uh, the chief operating officer of New Tech at the time. And funny part of the story is, I remember interviewing with Ron and Ron and uh, hearing hearing scuttlebutt <laughs> afterwards that, oh, Ron didn't like you that
0: much. He didn't think he was, you were that great. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Let me That's just tell true. you. That's true, I mean, I... I, I
1: jokingly, I, I yeah. say that you now. Uh, I'm kind of like the Tom Brady of New Tech. It was the best uh, decision New Tech ever made. It to yeah. hire me. <laughs> but uh, um, uh, Roger and I clicked, and uh, Roger Gear, um, who I have a great amount of respect for, um, Roger was the one that really helped put New Tech on the map. Outside of this gentleman here, I mean, Ron Shell is a, a legend in our industry, and um, is probably uh, more responsible for the innovations that. that the portable roll form industry has seen in the last 30 years and plus. So, you know, I mean, to to get a chance to come work for this organization and to work under Ron's tutelage for, you know, many years has just been a blessing to me, and has, uh, you know, helped me grow my career and helped me uh, grow the business of New Tech Machinery and you know take oh, us from being kind of a small company that we were to where we're at today.
0: Well, so. thank you for that plug. That's well, pretty nice. It's very uh, true. It, you've been good for this company as well. So, just well, I appreciate it. You know, Thank you. You absolutely <laughs> have. So, I was wrong. You're recording Yeah. It's on recording. <laughs> so,
1: but uh, no, it's uh, I remember yes. going to my first trade show in uh, the, the International Roofing Expo um, back in February or March of 2006. And at that time, New Tech Machinery, we were a, we're a pretty small company. I mean, we're, we, yeah. you know, we had a name in, within the industry, but when you'd go to these international trade shows, we had a small booth and we, we brought a machine or two and people, well, New Tech Machinery, what do you do? You know, mm-hmm. what, what, what products do you offer? Whereas we go to these trade shows today, where we have one of the biggest booths in the show or one of the premier exhibitors at these shows. Um, our booth, I mean, I can speak from personal experience. Our booth is... Typically one of the busiest booths you'll see yeah. throughout the, the show with we'll, thousands of people. There.
0: Just to inject something about the booth, uh, the very first booth that we had, you're not know, believe this, was two tires on
1: rims <laughs> seen pictures with of, two poles that, that and banner. a banner across
0: that said New Tech. That's how we went to yeah, the show in the I've beginning. Seen
1: it. Yep, I've seen so, pictures of you know, of we've
0: come a long way since then. Yeah, that, we have.
1: So. And, and uh, I mean, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see the growth of this company over the last... You know 18 years that i've been here and to see how the perception of our company has changed how at one time you know being you know kind of very much a niche company and and you know f- just a few people that were kind of proponents of our product and our brand to today we're you know we're the leaders in the industry absolutely and,
0: yeah
1: you know we talked to people around the world <coughs> i've been to trade shows in paris france and had people stop us? You new tech machinery, you know. Mm-hmm. We know who you are, and yeah, and so it, you know, it's, that's exciting. Yeah, it's it's the, all the changed very yeah. dramatically yeah, in the sure. last
0: twenty years, yeah. actually. Yeah, um, since Roger came on board. right, his, his vision of where this company should go and how to get there was was incredible. I mean, he he was uh, he was a huge player in getting us where we are right oh, now. Oh, there,
1: there's no doubt, yeah. and and <clears throat> not only that, but the the fact that one of the beauties of new tech machinery as a company and who we are and and how we've been able to grow our business is due to the fact that we listen to our customers oh yeah and we we listen to what what the market was telling us and we we always tried to stay a step ahead and and um, offered quality equipment at a fair price and you know i'm i'm a person that i've always been very you know ethical in my career is is to the the type of work that i do and if I don't believe in the product or I don't believe in the service that, that the company I'm working for is offering, then I, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't lie to people.
0: I think that's one of the beauties of this company, just like you said, and I think that's one of the reasons that we have had such good retention with people like yourself, right? Um, it's because it's a great place to work. Um, I think the ethics of this company have been right on ticket. I mean, just like you said, we listen to what customers have to say, we actually have built machinery based on what people have asked for. If We think it's a good idea. Then, yeah, we can do that. Sure, you know, and that's sure. that's how we evolved.
1: And 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 you know, the Mexico facility, which opened up a year before I came on board, and uh, Raúl mm-hmm. and, and the team down there have just done an exemplary job of. You know, oh yeah. Uh, keeping up with us and and allowing us to grow at the rate that we've grown to
0: yeah. to where we're at today. Well, and they've expanded our capacities. I mean, gosh, before uh, if we were able to do twenty machines a month, we were doing good. But but look at what we do today. I mean, it's just sure. It's just totally different, totally unique, thanks to uh, Roger's vision of Mexico and what it's turned out to be. Correct, and you, you know,
1: know I, I remember sitting in meetings where you know. Uh, you know, if, if we were able to sell X number of machines or we were able to hit a million dollars in sales in a month, that was a huge was plateau. Huge. And that was yeah. a huge uh, accomplishment and achievement for our company. And, you know, I look at where we're at today. And, you know, yes. they said a world leader in, in what we do and internationally recognized. And, and uh, you know, nobody's perfect. But um, I know, I, and I truly believe this with all my heart, that there's, there's nobody out there like us.
0: Well, and, I, I agree and, with you, 100%. And, uh,
1: yeah. And I mean, you know, folks, that's not a sales pitch. Yes, I am in sales, but it is true that... Uh, well, it's know,
0: just a feeling everybody has uh, here sure. because of the way we do things, you know. Right. Um, that's, that's very, right. very true.
1: But yeah, it's, a, you know, it's exciting. <coughs> there's, you know, there's never a dull moment. I mean, one of the things that I've, I've learned over the years here, um, you know, yeah, we sell the same types of equipment we have for the last 30 plus years, but, you know, our client base is always keeping us on our toes and there's always Mm -hmm. some new innovation that we want to look into or we hear about the next greatest thing whether it's going to be notching inside of a roofing machine or uh digital controllers for a seamless gutter machine i mean there there are things that as as time goes on and as you know machines evolve and ai and all the other innovations that are coming out i mean you know, we're gonna stay on the, the cutting edge. Oh, yeah. We're gonna stay Absolutely. in front of all that. And, and uh, you know, always try to be the, the market leaders. I, I get asked that quite often. Am I gonna be buying a machine that is gonna be obsolete in three years, or, you know, in two years? And I'm like, the first machine we ever build is still being used yeah, today. exactly. So, <laughs> you know, it, it'll never be obsolete technology. No, you know? uh,
0: and that's one thing that we've always done, and that is uh, when we do come out with a new equipment, and for a good example, uh, SSP roof panel machine. We built those for years. Yep. There are thousands of those things out there. Well, we came out with a new machine, SSQ machine, which we're gonna talk about. Yeah. Um, we made the tooling that was used in the SSP machine work in the SSQ machine. I mean, we just do stuff like that. You can convert an SSP machine uh, to accept the tooling and the quick change process of the SSQ. Again, we went into this uh, wanting to do that for, for all of our customers so that all of those machines that are out there, they're not just obsolete anymore. We still have parts for them. You can still buy roller sets for them. Uh, the shears are the same. I mean, it's just, that's what we do here. Right. So it's a very good example. That SSQ is a perfect example of, of what we just talked about. Sure. You and,
1: and, and you know it from being uh, in, the, in the sales and service sides of the business that you've been in forever, Ron. I mean, we get calls from guys that have machines that are 20, 25 oh, yeah. years old, 30 years old sometimes, and they're still using them. They're, yeah. they're, they're out there, you know. And when I'm dealing with new clients or potential clients, they'll, they'll ask a lot of times, well, What's the life expectancy of the machine? I'm like, Are you going to take care of it? There you go. If you take care of it, it's open ended. I mean, yeah. the machines can last
0: 30 years or more. Oh, I mean. yeah. A- another good example of that. I am currently in the process of trying to acquire the very first. And I mean the very first uh, five-inch gutter machine that I put out. Okay. I mean it's got. Wow. Uh, I'm talking to the guy, and I'm almost got it. I've got it done. He's ready. He's ready to do this, but I got to get some pictures from him. But so everybody, stay tuned, because once that machine gets here, we're gonna go through it a little bit, maybe refurbish it, and oh make man. it look a little bit better. But he tells me that it runs gutter today. Still, he's still using it. That machine was built in March. It was sold to him in March of 1994 through Custom Built Metals.
1: Right, so it's almost 30 years old,
0: and it still works. Yeah. So
1: you see, and you know, and that's you know, that's the beauty of the equipment. Is that again, it's not going to be obsolete if it's if it's doing what it's designed to do.
0: Right. Right.
1: And and you maintain it. It's like I'll, I'll tell anyone. Uh, It's like owning a car, it's like, you know, your house, anything else. There's going to be some maintenance required to keep the thing running properly. Yeah, I
0: mean, if you you drive your car and never change the oil on it, it just doesn't last you very long. Correct. You know. Yeah. And That's no different.
1: And and the funny thing is, you know, uh, over the years, seeing customers bring in their machines, and a guy will bring in their machine that's twenty years old, which looks like they bought it yesterday. Yeah. And then you'll see a guy that brings in his machine that he bought a year ago, and it looks like it's been sitting at the bottom of a river for twenty right, years. Right. Like he you know. drug it in here in the <laughs> yeah. chain behind yeah. his truck. And like, yeah. Really? And, and and I think that's that's kind of part of the, part of what keeps our job interesting and and keeps us on our toes. Is that some people view the the machinery like a Ferrari, and mm-hmm. they're gonna they baby that thing, and it's it's their life Well, blood. It,
0: it's a money maker. That's what that's their livelihood. Sure. If it's not working, but guess then what? you have
1: other people that treat them like a hammer. I and know. it <laughs> yeah. for a few. And, you know, yeah. Give it the old Arthur Fonzarelli whack and think <laughs> it's gonna start up again. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it's uh, it's funny the way the the differences that you see in the people and and how they treat their equipment and how they. You know, expect their equipment to to perform for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's talk about um, the P to Q transition. I mean, you were here when we did that. I was, yeah.
1: Um,
0: I had the vision of doing that many years ago and just never got to it. Uh, But when Roger came on board and I shared that all with him, he was very interested in it. And we ended up, he ended up turning us loose on it. You know, well, so with the help of all the engineers we have, of course I'm not an engineer, so I can't do all but of that. He plays stuff. one on
1: TV, folks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I had some ideas, and we just kind of put this all together. And I mean, you, you know, it's it changed the industry. Oh, that yeah. machine has totally changed this industry. It's,
1: it's easy to look back on when was that? 15 years ago that we yeah. introduced it in 2008. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's easy to look back now and think, well, yeah, wow, yeah, big deal. Well, to, to put that in perspective, it was like going from the Stone Age to the Bronze Age. I mean, it was literally, yeah, it, really was. it was it was that big of a paradigm shift in the industry. Um, and even to this day, there's not another machine out there, regardless of the manufacture, that is truly as simple to change over as, as the SSQ right. format. I mean, yes, there are Schleibach Quadro machines on cassettes and. But folks don't let them fool you, that cassette system isn't quite as simple as they make it all sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 accuracy, the precision of what it is, and how we you know came about developing it and the fact that soon after we did it, we told folks that owned SSPs that had owned SSPs for the last 10, 15 years that guess what? We can make your machine do the same thing right. you know, with a with a small upgrade as opposed yep. to buying a brand new machine. Yep. But um, in, in my career at New Tech, that was probably the biggest event that, that's happened. Oh yeah, is the, the, the introduction of the SSQ, because mm-hmm. the one thing we would always hear from customers, and an SSP machine was capable of doing what? 10 or 11 different profiles at yep. the time. We quit making. It was 11, them. I think, yeah. And uh, it would require two people Literally a half day to a full day, depending on their level of experience. In in one of your previous videos, I know Nate talks about it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, it was a it was a process. It was a an involved process, and it was very much uh, a tinkering sort of thing. Well, it was that, very uh, labor intensive. Right.
0: And then when you got done with it, if you didn't know how to make it work, yeah, there was if you didn't know how to line it. You still you still had. Right, you still had time to. And they're great machines. Do don't
1: get us wrong. Oh, I yeah. mean, SSPs were revolutionary in their own way, and uh, there are folks out there today that still use them. Uh, but being able to go from having two people and a half day to a full day of changing a profile to one guy in forty five minutes With
0: changing a profile. One wrench One
1: wrench. Yeah. Uh, again, it, like I said, a huge paradigm shift in our industry, and I. Uh, a huge boost for our product line and and our name in the industry. And again, we've had imitators and competitors try to somewhat try to knock it off. But even to this day, there's nobody that that has it as precise and as easy to do.
0: Yeah, and the precision is there. I mean, if you do this right, and it's very simple to do, um, install the roller set in there and install it correctly, and it runs. I love the you know.
1: I love to tell customers at trade shows that they're looking inside the machines and they're like, well, how easy it to change over. I said, literally, I could walk, go outside, find a, a bum on a street corner and say, hey, come on in here. I want to teach you how to do this. And in 10, 15 minutes, I can oh, yeah. explain could do to them how, how the profile changes over inside the machine. Yeah. might be a little bit more intensive, you know, getting them to change the sheer dies and things like that. But
0: Yeah, but the tooling itself, that was the big thing. Correct. You know, that was correct. the... The shoe dies is going to be the same regardless of machine. Yeah.
1: In a post cut operation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's been great.
1: But uh, no, uh, the the only thing that I can compare the the change from an SSP to an SSQ would be uh, the introduction of the board and batten. I mean, that to me has Mm -hmm. been the most exciting and uh, innovative thing that we've done in you know last 18 years. I mean, the the market obviously there was a market demand for it that. We knew it was kind of there, and it was kind of on the, you know, underground of things, but as soon as the announcement got out that, that was coming, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, Katie barred the doors. It's, yeah. you know, everybody wanted thing. it, and it's, even right now, I mean, it's been on the market now for several months, and, you know, every day there's somebody calling me, I need a machine that can do a board and batten profile. There and you it's go. like, yeah. I, you know, not only do I have a machine that can do that, but it does 15 other profiles too. Yeah, that's and, the huge thing. And that's the big thing for a lot of these people, is that you can get one machine, it's capable of doing your wall profiles, your roofing profiles, your specialty profiles. Siding. Uh, f- Correct. Um, it, it, it really changes the game. Now, it, is it a you know, a dollars or $40,000 machine? No. no, but guess what? I have one machine. <laughs> That you know for under a well, hundred thousand dollars, it's going to do anything. Yeah, I mean, you just want think it.
0: of if you needed to do a roof panel and a wall panel, and a, you know, you'd have a separate machine for all Correct. of that and stuff. Correct, and that's we're selling tone. you one machine, and then you just buy the tooling as you need it and add it. Exactly. Right. So, so you don't have to buy tooling until you you bid a job, and six months later, when it's going to come up. So three months you get it, they call back and said, yeah, you got the job, you order the roller set and away you go.
1: Right, and, that, and so, you know, from a sales perspective, that's that's exactly how I present it to a lot of our prospective yeah, clients yeah. is that, yeah, you can go out and buy a board and batten machine, I can buy a one inch mechanical seam standing seam machine. Uh, the problem is, do you have room in your shop for all that? Hmm. You have double the maintenance, you have, uh, as I said, double the storage space and, you still have machines that are gonna be limited in the, what their capacities are, are capable of doing. Um, whereas an SSQ machine kinda of gives you the best of everything. You have a machine that uh, in the morning you can go run your board and batten siding profile for a for a residential project you have in the afternoon you could be out running a two and a half inch trapezoid profile for some large commercial job that you do. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that you know I mean it's, it's like it's been said before
0: like and maybe you came up with that thing. I mean it's either you or Patrick. You can actually change tooling sets on the side of a mountain.
1: Right? Oh yeah, no, i say that, yeah. You can change <laughs> yeah. them on, yeah. It doesn't matter where you're so at. So it doesn't
0: matter where you're at as long as you got the set with you and you got one wrench with you, you're in exactly. gold, man. Yeah,
1: and and again, that's that's different than anybody else out there. Absolutely. And like I said, there are competitors and there are people out there that have, you know, c- kind of glommed on to what we do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they they haven't they Well, haven't nobody's been able it. to come
0: up with right. anything better than what we've no, done. No, so.
1: and, and nothing is versatile. And, yeah. and that's the other beauty of it, you know, like I said, a two and a half inch trapezoid profile, a, a one inch or inch and a half a wall soffit panel profile, a board and batten vertical siding profile to a one inch snap lock with a nail fin on it. I mean, yeah. are the machine's it, capable of doing it all.
0: It's It covers the whole gamut. I mean, and, it really does.
1: And, and you know, and there's a reason that, that we've become the market leader and, and that's, you know, because of machines like that, That you know, and, and, you know, because of Ron being able to have the vision and the... Uh, where it was all to be able to put that all together and put that out for? But the you know, again,
0: that all of those things that we do come from listening to customers. What do you need out there? what do right. you, need, you know, they ask for stuff. Can you do this? Can you do that? And eventually, we get around to it. If it's a good idea, that's where that all that comes from. Sure. You know. Yeah. I mean.
1: You know, and then <clears throat> four or five years ago, uh, we introduced the notching. Yeah. We we came up with. It was funny, because I remember sitting in marketing and team discussions about the SSQ and how we had had a lot of demand for developing for notching. and notching yeah. into the machine. And uh, well, what do we call it? And we call it the SSN, what do we What do? we mm-hmm. and, and the funny thing was is it's still an SSQ. And that's what yeah, I, I that's have to explain to everybody. It's still an SSQ machine. Yeah. We had to modify the frame slightly to accommodate the notching cartridges and to accommodate um, the, the angle slitter at the other end, but it still
0: accepts the same toolings. Yeah, at, the in internals SSQ. of it are right. the same as a Q. They, it is a, a Q.
1: Yeah, if you have a ten-year-old SSQ machine, the toolings from that are still going to fit into an SSQ machine today. Yeah. and so again, we're not leaving our existing client base in the cold. We're, we're 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 able to still integrate that and and show them that you know this is this is where the future of yep. your panel machines is going.
0: I mean, and that's why people jump on with us because they know we do that. Right. You know? Um, some of these people that had SSPs uh, still have them, but they've now got into the SSQ generation, and then some of them change that SSP over so that the tooling is the same for all of those machines. Uh, Correct. It's just what we do. Yeah. You know.
1: And uh, the to to see that that kind of uh, uh again another kind of paradigm shift in the in the marketplace to to be able to do that in an SSQ machine. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. the notching machine isn't for everyone. Yeah, uh, that's true. It, it's going to be a specialized market, at least up front. Um, I can <clears> see <throat> in the next 10 years as the labor force changes and uh, other developmental changes within technology that will sell more notching machines just because of, of the demand and the, the lack of the skilled laborers to be able to think right. still doing, and it. and
0: that's a big part of that machine is the skilled labor to Correct. operate it. Correct. You know,
1: and uh, it, but you know, and new tech machinery is not perfect. Our first few notching machines, I know we had glitches with, and you know, we had customers that weren't happy. But that's again the beauty of new tech machinery is that we never turned our back on anyone. No,
0: we just don't hang you out there and say, well, it is what it is. Like, can't no. fix it? We come no. up with a solution. We'll,
1: we'll make sure that you know, in the end, you have a you know machine that you're happy with. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know that again that speaks to our company and our, our leadership and and uh, you know the way, the way we operate so
0: yeah I agree and I think you know um, the Mozilla side of this allows us to do all of that stuff I mean you know it's not it's not something that just happens it's you have to you have to actually take action and and want to do that and make it happen and yeah and Mozilla does that. You know it's, they have the same philosophy they've carried the new tech philosophy through uh through the takeover of new tech absolutely and, it, and it's remained the same, and that's the beauty of this
1: yeah and and so. for you to bring that up, i mean you know I was around for the mozilla acquisition in mm-hmm. thousand fifteen, and uh the beauty of it is is that it was it couldn't <coughs> have been a more seamless transition right uh because they they knew that we knew what we were doing,
0: yeah um, oh yeah
1: and they weren't coming in here and dictating to us. Oh, we're going to change this. We're going to change that. And you're going to, no. Over time, it's been where we've we've integrated more fully into the into the umbrella of the Mozilla companies. But they've always let us do what we do best.
0: We've maintained the new tech identity. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And and you know, credit to Mozilla companies for recognizing yeah. that and and understanding that. You know, the the here's a brand that that has great recognition and a great value and yeah. a great name for itself. And let's let's just only expand on that. And that's. You know, they've they've allowed us to do things that as a company we probably we probably never would have been able
0: to. Yeah, do. I mean, it couldn't be a better marriage. Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, I agree.
1: And so I mean, that's that's been a great fit. And the, you know, funny story. Uh, I remember years ago, gosh, probably over ten years ago, uh, going to a dinner with Tony Mazella, who's the uh, CEO of Mazella Companies, and and uh, Mike Blake, who was the head mm. of Sheffield Metals, and Roger Gear, and myself went to dinner one night. And, Years later, Tony leaned over to me. He goes, you remember that night we all went to dinner? He goes, that was the night I thought, I thought I wanted to buy New Tech Machinery, <laughs> and I was like, Wow, really? I must yeah. have made a good impression on you then. So, <laughs> but uh, um, you know, and, and you know, Tony's vision of where Mozilla Companies has gone from you know ten years ago to today. I mean, oh. you know, the, we're you know the, we have a huge footprint, whether it's in the metal industries between Sheffield Metals and New Tech Machinery yep. to the lifting technologies and the uh, crane technologies that, that that you know kind of been the the focus and the specialties of Mozilla companies yeah. I mean it, it really has you know like you said it couldn't have been a better marriage
0: yeah so. I agree totally agree Great company
1: yep. One, one funny story about New Tech Machinery, and since I've been with the company for 18 years is that, Ron, I don't know that you've ever done any trade shows or anything with the company. One. Just, just the one that was here locally. The one that was here in Denver. Ron, Ron's not the traveling guy. He's not yeah. a fan of the airplanes and all that. So he typically doesn't do the trade shows. <laughs> um, but every almost every trade show I ever go to, people are like, well, I met Ron Shell at this trade oh, show yeah. last year. And I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> No, you didn't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't see me there. Yeah,
1: yeah, no. <laughs> unless you dreamed it. You know, yeah. Well, they don't even know what it looked like, so right, right. they would have you, no a way of Zoom call right. with him yeah. or something that you're, you're forgetting about. But, um, yeah. you know, Ron is such a legend in our industry that every, you know, over the last 30 plus years, you know, just about every one of our customers has had, you know, contact with Ron one way or the other through the phone yeah. or the email or whatever it is. But, uh, you know, you're a legend that everybody thinks they know you personally. And yeah. chances are, unless you've been to our factory, <laughs> you never met Ron. That's true. And yeah. uh, I, I've always, uh, I always get a kick out of that. And you know, I, I've joked that we should have a cardboard cutout of you. <laughs> you can we can put it in our we, booth and people yeah. go get their picture with you or something. <laughs> 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 they got be funny. I,
0: yeah, yeah I don't, I've never, I did the one show that was here. And that was yeah, and that was in 2014.
1: Yeah. And uh, the, the funny thing about that show is at the time i was playing in the beatles
0: tribute oh band. that's right if you remember i do remember um, yeah
1: yeah i played george harrison in the beatles tribute band yeah at, uh, for eight years and uh and we, they were great we, by the way we performed at metalcon yeah. the first night uh we, so i worked the trade show booth that afternoon and then and played ran that, ran, ran into yeah. the bat cave and changed into my beatles outfit and ran up and, and played a party for about seven eight hundred people yeah as I recall, that was awesome and uh that was a lot of fun and uh now, again, that was the only trade show that Ron attended personally because it was here in Denver. So yeah. I, I'll never
0: forget that. And that was the second time I'd heard you play.
1: Yeah, and uh, so hopefully that uh, we'll get other trade shows here in the, in the Denver area in the not-too-distant future. So calling out to IRE and MetalCon, Denver's waiting for you. <laughs> there you so go. So come on back. And, there you uh, go. Um, and then, and of course, I'm not in the Beatles tribute band anymore, but I can perform solo for a small fee. So... <laughs> <laughs> Our customer base, over the years, is you know has evolved a little bit. I, I mean, the thing that I've I've probably noticed the most, Ron, is that, uh, you know, with our the, the kind of the maturation of our website and the the information that we put on there, that you know we can always steer folks there um, to get get more information that they would have otherwise had to speak to you on the phone about or right. um, those sort of things. But I've noticed that. That's also led to kind of a, a customer that, that necessarily upfront isn't doing the legwork that they used to do before they would buy a machine. They just call you and say, hey, I hear you guys make a good machine or I, I think right. I want to get a machine, tell me about it. And uh, I've, I've definitely noticed that, that kind of change in the marketplace over the last 18 years. Mm-hmm. Um, one area where we've had a, a great amount of client growth is in the Amish communities. And dealing with Amish and Mennonites and, and, and those sorts of groups, uh, I remember 10, 11 years ago we used to have a, a marketing girl, Kristen. Who oh yeah. We Kristen. decided we were going to advertise in the Amish magazine that that the connection.
0: Yeah.
1: And we put we started putting advertising in there, and we noticed that we were getting a spike in business from from uh, the Amish from community the Amish from that. Yeah. So Kristen and I had the idea of well, let's let's make it like an ad where it was like a connect the dots and. We could have the Amish kids, you know, connect the dots and draw a little gutter machine and we Well ask,
0: actually you had them color it.
1: Yeah, well we asked them to color it and send it back to New Tech.
0: Yeah. We, I remember we had a whole wall. Of we that had stuff.
1: walls covered, yeah. hundreds. We yeah. hundreds of them. And what we did is we would tell the kids, kids, fill this, you know, do the connected the dots and color it in and send it to New Tech Machinery for a free prize.
0: Yeah.
1: And we, we literally we had a top
0: had, or something, wasn't it?
1: We gave them crayons.
0: Crayons, that's what it was.
1: We gave yeah. them, we also gave them tops for a little while, yeah, were, yeah. but we gave them a little pack of crayons. And we literally had hundreds, yeah, was, hundreds of these cool. on our walls. You know, in every color combination you could imagine. And every now and then you'd see one that was gray and had the logo and blue. Oh, it, look, it looked but like one of our you machines. Knew they, you yeah. knew their dad you know, yeah. had one of our machines just because yeah. you could tell by the, the, how detailed the, the coloring yeah, was. Yeah, they're,
0: they're sitting right in front and, of the thing. Right? And that
1: was a, I mean, I, th- I look back on that now and, and how big of a deal that was to To ingratiate ourselves into that oh, community, oh absolutely,
0: and look and, where it's led us. And look
1: where it's led us now. Yeah, we absolutely. have a, you know, our Amish distributor, Formright, you know, uh, yeah. Larry Schlebach, in Orv Schlebach, um, just killing it out there, just selling yeah. the heck out of our machines, and uh, have have established kind of a national network of, of Amish clients yeah. because they're based in Indiana and they're Amish. They don't they don't work on the internet. They don't right, travel right, all over right, the country right. all the time, you know, servicing machines but they've established a niche and they have the trustworthiness. And I remember when Larry first came to us, because Larry had had a few of our machines. Yeah. And he approached me you know, five years ago with the idea of wanting to be a distributor. And I've talked to a lot of people over the years that say they wanna be distributors. And so you kind of dig in a little bit and you try to find out what, uh, what are they gonna be able to offer and what, what is their vision for being a distributor and how, mm-hmm. how they think they're gonna grow their business as well as ours with that. And Larry struck me as he, you know, this guy has has a vision, has an idea, and little did we know. I mean, oh yeah, it was,
0: he's, it was, he's been a very you know, in our
1: wildest dreams. Yeah,
0: so, he's been one of the better distributors we've ever had. Yeah, you And know?
1: and they've gone from being a just a small little kind of metal roofing outfit to now having a metal roofing division, a machine coil sales division. division, a coil division. Yeah, he's done everything. And uh, so I'm, you know. It, it, that's kind of a neat thing to think because you know I love to talk to friends and people in the industry that you know wh- wh- how our Amish connections yeah, work and, yeah. and it fascinates people because they you know they're so little known about the Amish community and how they uh, work together and, and how you know different Amish branches and Amish yeah sects. And they're all different I mean they're different
0: sects they're different and
1: Correct, and and yet they all you know and that was one of the, the things that Larry told me up front, Tom you know. Yeah, you guys sell to the Amish now, but you know there are a lot of Amish people that won't buy from you because they only buy from Amish people. Yeah, they only they want to stick within their own yep. community, and you know so. You know, it's kudos good, it, to New Tech for having the the courage to to, to take the step there, but you know it, yeah. Yeah, he's it's ran like, with it. They, yeah, they ran like with it. like now it's like one of the best decisions we ever made. Absolutely. And. Uh, you know, I, unfortunately, I don't think Orv and Larry will get to see this because I don't think they can watch videos. on. Well, when they come your, here, we them. Yeah, show yeah I'll show them because they come out here yeah. at least once or twice a year for training. But.
0: And then kind of along those same lines, I think, and you mentioned this, uh, the Internet has definitely changed our oh, clientele. Yeah. And because, the buying patterns. You know, the, stuff, yeah. everybody is able to look up everything they ever want to know about our equipment as yep. far as... Um, you know what it can do, and which machine to buy, and there are all those blogs and all the stuff that goes along with that to help them make decisions and make the right decisions, um, and all the videos that we've done. Yeah, I mean that's just huge. Um, I don't know that there's another role forming company out there that has done as much in that arena as we have.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure there's not because yeah. I, I check that pretty regularly. Yeah, I want to see. What, I think that's huge. out there. Yeah, you know, and uh, again that that speaks to. You know, Mozilla companies and the visions that they've had for all the, you know, subsidiary yeah. companies that they have yeah. that were we have. I mean, this and that's and that's throughout
0: department. the Mozilla yeah. companies. It's Absolutely. not just us. No, correct. I mean, that's completely across the whole gamut. That's so, uh, that's yeah. been done. Yeah. So, and and again, and that's awesome.
1: why we talk about us staying on the cutting edge and always trying to be a step ahead. And yep. you know, I think we've lapped the field in that way. There's no
0: yeah. doubt. So, I agree. Like to thank everyone for uh, tuning into this fourth episode of. Uh, Roll for me with Ron. I'd like to thank my guest, Tom Laird. Awesome, great. Thanks, good, Ron. Good. Day. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, so you know, like us on Facebook. Um, YouTube. It, I always say Facebook. Why is that? Say, you can say, you can "Watch <laughs> like us on FaceTime." What's that? And... You can say, "Watch us on YouTube or on
1: NewTechMachinery.com," and
0: we'll see you guys. next All right. So, like us on social media. There you go. That's easier, mm-hmm. right? Ooh, like <laughs> us on social media. Look forward to seeing you on the next one. <laughs> oh gosh, um, I'm just not doing this right. So, um, on
1: behalf of Ron, Chell, and myself, we'd there. like to thank you for tuning in
0: today. There you go. Thanks, and Tom. don't
1: forget to like us on all the social media platforms possible, because we always appreciate that. Stay tuned for the next episode with Ron. There it is.